let's talk today about the need for purpose and meaning in our lives. I want to talk about this because it comes up so much with my work with TCKs. Very often we've grown up in families who had globally focused agendas for their lives. They lived life on a big scale, sometimes even um, focusing their entire career around humanitarian work, development work, stuff that seemed to really matter to the world. Sometimes if our parents were were missionaries or military personnel, there's even a sense of responsibility to the world that our parents carried. Or maybe we just witnessed the level of personal sacrifice that they experienced in being away from their extended families or in adapting cross-culturally and how much they must have wanted to live life in a different way from their peers, how invested they were in being different, in doing something different. And then here we are, adult TCKs, trying to figure out the guiding stars of our own lives, trying to figure out where the meaning and purpose is for us. And frankly, panicking a little bit that our lives might actually be a bit too mundane, too limited. I remember going to a conference once for people who worked with TCKs on a variety of levels, really cared about TCKs really invested in their health and their well-being and their future. Lots of professionals, lots of parents attending, lots of educators. Really good research and heart. But I remember a throwaway line that that was so readily accepted by the majority of attendees that it seemed indicative of an overall attitude and it's an attitude that I've come across in in writings and in person as well and this throwaway line was we've got to help our TCKs become leaders of the world they're equipped with all these cross-cultural skill sets and they're going to be the next leaders because after all, we don't want them working at McDonald's. And I remember the gut punch I felt, which was also indicative that this was not the first time I'd heard this, but the ease at which it was expressed made me want to challenge it, which I did. Because I'm tired of encountering third culture kids, wonderful TCKs, wonderful people doing wonderful things and feeling like it's not good enough. 
It's too local. It's too limited. It's not interesting enough or significant enough or world changing enough. When did working at McDonald's make a TCK a failure? And yet I've encountered this so often that if they're not doing a certain kind of job or living a certain kind of life, they're wasting their experiences. And the undercurrent, the tone of this suggests to me that somewhere out there, people might think that as third culture kids, we owe the world a certain kind of life. We owe it to what? Our parents, our educational institutions, our organisations that sent us abroad. That somehow we owe a sense of meaning making. That we owe a sense of purpose that seems to be very narrowly defined. And this frustrates me. Can you hear it in my voice? I'm frustrated that anybody could be made to feel too small. It makes me really emotional. I am so broken hearted when I hear TCKs worry that they're not doing enough being enough, making enough impact or being significant enough, it's got to stop. Having high expectations can be a wonderful thing. What's the saying? Shoot for the moon and then at least if you fail you'll be amongst the stars, something like that. I'm a fan of thinking big but not not as a burden, but from a sense of largeness of the self, a sense of I can take up whatever space I want. What I'd love to hear is a real flip in our thinking about a purposeful life. We tend to Look for a cause, an organisation, a value, a belief system. We tend to look outside of ourselves as if that's where the meaning is. That if I'm leading something or doing something really, really hard or sacrificing myself, that that then I'm contributing to something greater than myself. And this is a very legitimate approach to achieving purpose and meaning and belonging. But it does seem to often come from a premise that we're not enough of a cause in and of ourselves. And to achieve worth, we have to make a certain kind of impact out there. And I just think that's really problematic. I've often joked 
and this may come back to bite me, but I've often joked that parents shouldn't become parents unless they're willing to bail their kids out of jail. Because as invested as we are in great parent-child relationships and doing good things for our children and them having happy, easy, fulfilled lives, we actually don't get to have that say. The child owes us nothing to justify what we owe them. And I think that if we can similarly separate our global intentions, our meaning-making activities from our own intrinsic worth, it will always be worthy to do the things we care about because we're worthy. We matter and we can do those things because we already matter and we get to have that voice and we get to have that impact and we get to invest our energies where it matters to us to do so. But if none of it worked out quite as intended, would we be worth less? I'm not willing to accept that equation. If we become over-invested in our meaning-making activities because that's the route by which we can earn our worth, gosh, that becomes fraught. I don't want that. Not for me. On a larger scale, if I'm involved in politics or involved in decision making on a larger scale, impact matters massively. But I need to still remain connected to my actions that makes them in a way that makes them purposeful in and of themselves. It is purposeful that I vote, whatever the result of the election. It is purposeful that I go out to seek friends and community, not because I'm guaranteed to find them, but because it's a demonstration of my identity as somebody who wants friends and community. If we can connect our identity to our activities rather than our outcomes, can we be a little bit more on our own side? Does purpose become just that little bit more infused into our daily experience? I think so. Suddenly, I'm not wasting time doing the washing up, which is an utterly mundane and redundant thing on a large scale. I'm caring for my family, which is absolutely in tune with my larger goals, my meaning-making, purpose-driven goals. That includes 
providing a good, safe, healthy environment for my family. And suddenly washing up becomes part of that. It's not a waste of my time anymore. It's something I have chosen with intentionality to integrate into my purpose. And it's just washing up. Imagine if we could apply this to our goals around exercise, to our goals around career, to our goals around our relationships. We can so easily look for ways of criticising ourselves, measuring our own progress in a way that frankly leaves us wanting. We need to set goals that are expressions of who we are. We need to define our activities in a way that link back to the purposes we want for our lives. If you've got paper and pen handy at the minute, go ahead and grab them. See if you can write down four or five goals for your life. Spring's a great time to be doing this kind of thinking. It can be helpful if you're drawing a bit of a blank to draw a circle and dividing that into five is a skill few people would um, boast of, but draw some pizza slices out of that circle. Maybe you'll have draw it into quarters just for ease. Put it into six if you're feeling ambitious and complicated. Each pizza slice of that circle becomes a component of your life. So career, or depending of your time of life, um, you might be sort of pre-career, you might be quite young and still looking at training and vocation, or you might be retired um, and working part-time or doing more voluntary work, or maybe you're at home and raising young children. Or maybe you're at home and disabled and feel very limited in terms of career options. So do you know what? Scrap career, put work. There's a wonderful, um, I don't buy into it entirely because I don't buy into anything very much entirely. I'm too much of a cherry picker. But there's a wonderful theory around um, child development and, and child education called Montessori. And one of the premises of this is that give children real work. Their play is their work. So if you're going to give them pretend food to chop up, give them real food to chop up, safely, obviously, but help them feel the satisfaction of actual meaningful outcomes of their activities. So in the same way, we can name this this pizza slice work, and this can include paid work, volunteer work, this can include our hobbies, this can include work on our homes, Whatever activity you find meaningful, either because of its own intrinsic value or because it earns you money, there's meaning in that. Pop work in one of those slices. Maybe another slice could be 
health. Maybe another slice could be leisure time. Depending again, depending on your time of life, what counts as leisure might vary very much. Some people might put hobbies instead. Rest. Can there be a slice for rest, recuperation, self-nurture? Have a play with what your categories of life are. Include relationships. Right. Now you've got that. When you think about your tasks every day, do they actually relate? Do they do they divide up nice and neatly into these into these categories? Can you kind of see how they fit? So when I'm changing the bed sheets or watering the garden, that probably come into what home, or maybe it just come under work. When I'm spending time with family or friends, does that come under relationships for you or does that come under leisure time? For me, I like to separate those two because heaven knows relationships can feel like work more than leisure sometimes. <laughs> okay, you get a sense of the relationship between those. What is your purpose for each of those slices? What do you want to achieve with your work? Have you got specific goals in mind? Is this the year you're going to write that book? Or are you thinking more broadly about wanting financial stability or a certain goal for your savings? Around your relationships, are you wanting more friends? Are you wanting to invest in a smaller number of close friends? Are you wanting to get him back in, back in touch with anybody? Are you wanting more date nights, more, more close, intimate time with your loved ones? What do you want? What would give purpose to these areas? Now, when you're doing your day-to-day -day tasks and they feel mundane or stuck, or not good enough, or inadequate in some way. Can you paste this page up somewhere to remind you that they are all working towards your purposes? Your purposes are the big picture and your tasks can all relate to that. So there's this interconnectedness rather than a sense of chasing something that means more than whatever it is we're currently doing. You're probably working much more towards your goals than it feels like, but you're possibly not taking credit for it. Because we tend to see only some of our activities as working towards our goals and other activities as frankly in the way. I know I can be that way about rest. I can be that way about, oh, that's funny. I was going to say about those meaningless little activities that I just enjoy. Meaningless. 
they have meaning when I reconsider my purposes. I really like painting my nails. And for years I thought it was a silly, stupid waste of time. I chip them really quickly. They take ages to dry. I mean, even the tone of my voice, I'm struggling to give myself permission to like this. And it's not purposeful. What purpose can painting my nails possibly serve? Until I go to my pizza wheels, to the part that says self-care, self-nurture, even health. Part of my joint condition means that the lack of collagen makes my nails very weak and actually painting my nails keeps my body healthier, weirdly, but it certainly keeps my mind happy. I love colour and it makes me happy. It serves a purpose and that's just nail painting. What activities have you done today that you've been frustrated with yourself for because they were purposeless, meaningless? I'd invite you to rethink that. Nothing you can ever do will be meaningless. They are all activities that are expressions of who you are. Now, sometimes we're not happy with who we are. Sometimes we want to tweak that and change it. I don't want to spend hours scrolling on Facebook. That's not the person I want to be. So when I notice I'm doing that, I have an invitation there to change it. But if I think about my purpose behind all that scrolling, it's probably to emotionally check out or to try and connect with friends or whatever. But even the emotional checking out, I'm looking for a way of achieving rest there. There are better ways of doing it. But if I can let myself acknowledge that there is a purpose behind what I'm doing, I'm not doing it for no reason. Then I can find a better way to align my activities to my purposes. But how could there ever be a meaningless moment in your life when you yourself as a person are so important and so meaningful? You matter. Everything you do matters. Not because it has to matter on a grand global scale and matter to other people. But because you matter in and of yourself. You are worthy and wonderful and you don't need to be anything else. Thank you for listening.